Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWI. Terry Slavin's with you and joined as always by Angela Kennedy Robinson. Good morning, Angela. Good Monday morning, Saturday morning if you're listening. I ran into somebody at uh, the Little League game and says, now, how are you on the radio if you're standing right here? And I, said, <laughs> I said, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> we go live on Mondays and then we go canned on Saturdays. Yes, so. exactly right. So if you miss us on Mondays, you can always tune in on Saturdays and listen to us again because uh, it is a great show. You know, uh, one of the things I I just uh, I, I love doing this show because I, I think we try really hard to make it educational and people can walk away with something at the end of the show to be able sure. to make their lives better. And so. Um, I find purpose in it, you know, and um, I'm Live really excited. That's right, living <laughs> life on purpose, and um, I'm really excited that we have uh, so many listeners that listen in every week, and we just appreciate you and uh, ask that God blesses each one of you. And um, this show is no different. We've got a great show lined up, and I want to start by starting with a quote from uh, H. Jackson Brown Jr. He is the author of that little book, and you might remember this life's little instruction book. It was a New York Times bestseller. I mean, it it got lots of acclaimed uh, pieces. And he has a quote that fits today's topic better than anything I came across. And it's, nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity. If you get nothing else out of this show today, get that. There it is, right? <laughs> there's, your, there's your educational piece. See you later. Sayonara. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, no, it is really good because I spent most of my week last week uh, sitting behind a desk rather than in front of people, uh, crunching numbers to do Roth IRA conversions from IRA conversions. And I spent most of my week doing this. And one of the most awesome ones that we did all week long uh, was a gentleman that has over six figures of income and we were able to convert about $150,000 of IRA money to Roth IRA money all the while with his total tax income tax federal income tax rate being about two percent wow wow is right so that missed opportunity could cost him a lot of money Lots. in the future, right? If you just took $150,000 out of an IRA, that's a 22% tax bracket by itself. Right. So for him to pay 2% on all his income for the year, that's amazing, right? So there is some opportunities out there that are tremendous right now. And you doesn't matter which side of the aisle you sit on because I'm going I'm to quote a, all right, now this, we know, we know tax reform is Donald Trump's baby, right? right, right. Okay, so, but I want to quote a Montana, which is just ironically, a Democratic Senator Max Barkas that said, tax reform is a once in a generation opportunity. Once in a generation opportunity, okay? This is your generation, okay? <laughs> if you're listening to this show, this is your generation. You probably aren't going to get this, again, these kind of tax cuts and this opportunity. And so I ask you this question. 
following that. Will tax reform end early? Will it actually make it through the entire period that it was intended for, which, by the way, phases out really quickly, and we don't even know it. In fact, I, you know, I, I was looking up this stuff for the show, and I came across some very interesting facts that most of the provisions are either going to phase out, go away, or revert back to prior legislation within the next seven to eight years. Okay? In fact, there's some that already have. Really? And some that are expiring this year. Really. So it's already starting to happen. It's not like, okay, seven years, boom, it all goes away. 2026. No, no. It is just like literally just coming down the pike as time goes on. So, And if that isn't enough thought for you, I've got two additional motivators that I want to inject in your thinking here. And, you know, we've talked about some of this on the show before. Um, actually, no, I'm going to wait till after the break to give you those two additional motivators. I'm going to back up because I want to I remind you of something that's very, very, very powerful. Now, Terry, you're a baby boomer. Right. I don't think you hesitate me mentioning that on the show. Yeah. No. Okay. So you are a baby boomer. And uh, when you retire, there's going to be a lot of other baby boomers that do you believe are still going to be working or retired along with you? A lot of them still working. A lot of them still working. What about when they can't? Then they... (laughs) They've been forced into retirement. Then they're going to retire. Yes, they're going to retire. And what about these Gen Xers that, uh, you know, (laughs) I call them a lot like the silent generation before. They're hard workers, and they're coming up through the ranks. And I'm going to tell you, every Gen Xer I meet, you know what their number one goal is? Retire early. Retire early. Retire early, okay? So if you guys are retiring later, they're retiring early. You got a whole bunch of people retiring at the same time. All right. Now, let's think about this. (laughs) They're also the high-income earners, right? People exiting their career are the high-income earners, which pay what percentage of tax into our systems? The majority. The majority. So when that happens, what is going to happen to tax rates. Do you think they're going to stay stagnant? No. If the government has to create a certain amount of revenue and they have less people to do it with and less income, they got to raise taxes. They got to raise taxes to do it, right? So if you think that we're just sitting pretty forever in this tax picture that we're in, I encourage you to think again. I mean, you can pull up historically where have we been? tax-wise in the United States. And we're at one of the lowest marginal tax rates in the entire history of our country. Okay, so think about that. Does that really make sense that that's going to always stay that way? And again, it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat, if you're an independent, if you're, I don't know, Timbuktu, something, it doesn't matter. Republican, it doesn't matter what you are, what side of the aisle, or what you believe in. I think we can all agree that that pendulum of what's going to be happening will swing back and forth consistently in our lives. So if we don't take advantage of things when they present themselves, what are we doing to ourselves? Missing an opportunity. Missing an opportunity. And it could be the most expensive missed opportunity of your lifetime. Think about that. So we've got some really good stuff on the show today. I am going to give you two additional motivators. 
for being able to work on your taxes because I'm going to tell you this after last week when I was looking at Roth conversions there were very few that just didn't make sense not to do just under tax reform be a little bit of massaging a little bit of planning so the first big takeaway you have for today is if that hasn't been a consideration for you to be able to look at Roth IRA conversions this year you need to be looking at it think about it think about it right so I'm going to give you two additional motivators when we come back about you know tax reform possibly ending early you needing to do some tax planning to now and then I'm going to tell you the things that we are thinking about in the way of tax planning and how it could majorly impact your future you don't want to miss it right here on life planning 101 and we're back life planning 101 on this beautiful Monday morning Cowboys for uh two and oh oh yes in four years. how did we miss that yeah. I mean come on now that's like the cherry on top of that's that right. you know Whipped cream today. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Right. We're 2-0 in the division games, right? Absolutely. So this is this is a good start to a great year. I'm so excited. Okay. So anyway, back to tax reform. Let's oh, get on okay. to something more fun, right? <laughs> Will it end early? And I promised you two additional motivators to kind of get your wheels to turn in on what you probably need to be thinking about. So again, we went back, we talked about that pendulum in Washington, how it swings back and forth all the time. And I just want to throw out what Senator Bernie Sanders has already proposed in Senate legislation. This isn't just a docket ticket on his campaign. Okay, Um, it's in Senate legislation. And it doesn't matter if I mean, if even if Trump wins, if the House and Senate are both Democratic, then we're going to have a lot of fights, right? Sure. And and things can start to go back the other way because for Trump to get anything done, he's going to have to negotiate. So I want to throw this out here. This is away from income tax. This is on estate tax for a minute. And the reason I want to bring this up is everybody's saying, oh, well, we've got $11.4 million exemption this year. If I my estate's less than that, I don't need to worry with that. No big deal. Well, not if Democratic control takes back over, Okay. So he's proposing that any estate that's valued more than three and a half million dollars would be taxed on a progressive schedule starting at 45%, maxing at 77%. How can anybody even think that's fair? I promise I wouldn't get political. Can't get political. Oh. But but we got we got to think about this in reality, okay? This is not far off. And everybody says, well, Bernie Sanders is a socialist. They probably aren't going to. I mean, he claims he's a socialist. I'm not saying that in a negative connotation. Right, right. Um, you know, he's, he's a socialist. The party's not going to go that far left. It's going to stay more in the middle of the road. Even Hillary Clinton's proposal when she was on the ticket was very, very similar to this. Mm. Okay, so there's your middle-of-the-road person that is very similar to what Bernie Sanders is stating today. Okay, so I think, you know, one of the things that people really need to be thinking about is they need to be thinking about their estates, and they're not. They just don't see it as Because of the important. $11 million number. Exactly, exactly. But we and all I, know that can change. Yeah, and, you know, during Obama, it was five, right? So I, I think... I think, you know, we've been telling people, if you have an estate over $5 million, you need to be planning. So this is $3.5 million. If it goes back there, we're wrong. <laughs> you know, but if you're older, if you're older, I will say this. If you're, you know, in your late 70s and you're looking at your three buckets, you know how we talk about this all the time. You've got your lifestyle bucket. You have your backup plan bucket, your contingency bucket. Um, and those are full and overstuffed. 
right? And you have that $1 left over that's for somebody or something when you pass away and you want to be able to maximize that. If you're looking at that bucket and you've got money in that bucket, and I'd say you're over 75, 80 years old, we need to start planning right now, no matter what that dollar amount is. Because if this pendulum does swing back so hard, right, then you're going to be out of options potentially down the road. Younger people can can maneuver sure. a little bit better than that, younger than, than 75. So, and really by the time you get to reach about 80 years old, a lot of your planning opportunities go away and people don't realize this. So they start to just really dwindle down and you really need to be doing that that estate planning between age 75 and 80 max, okay? That needs to be the the last leg of your, your legacy planning and estate planning. And if you've passed that juncture, do something now. okay all right so right now right now um so that's a big thing right and i want you to think of that in estate tax terms but i also want you to take that to income tax terms so if that's on the docket with estate tax what do you think will be on the docket with income tax okay same thing same thing it's going to be progressive and hotter and heavier for all of us right okay so the second motivator that you have to act now is you know this national debt (laughs) okay (laughs) you know it used to, what was it, like a few years ago, I feel like everybody was talking about the national debt. And then all of a sudden, nobody's talking about the national debt. Nobody's talking about the national debt. And it's still climbing, right? So there's a theory behind that. And I think a lot of Republicans, why they aren't talking about it, and Trump included, is he believes that we can grow our way out of that national debt, which may be possible, okay? It may be possible, but the rest of the world isn't growing right now. And we had Aaron on the show a few weeks ago talking about that and the pressures that puts on the United States. So that is a little bit tough, right? And then you have the other side of that aisle that says, okay, well, we don't believe we can grow out of it. We're going to tax our way out of it, right? So we've got that that balance of powers there that's a struggle. And then we have the third component, which we talked about before the break. How many people are retiring? Right? A lot. A lot. 10,000 people a day are turning 65 years old right now. 10,000 a day. Think about that. That is a big number, right? And, you know, yes, most baby boomers are planning to work longer. 65 is a new 55. 75 is a new 65, right? And they're planning to do that. But how much longer is that going to sustain itself? Right. And what are the jobs going to look like? We're all fearful of what the jobs are going to look like in the United States in 10 years from now with technology. Right. So if there is a lack of jobs, come on, you got to really put these numbers in your brain and think about it. So what this means is this is a point in history where opportunity to be able to do tax planning is at its creme de la creme. Okay. You have, this is it. This is what's going to happen. So my question is, when will tax reform end? Is it going to make it the full term? A lot depends on that election, I would sure. think, in the next year. and then Not just the presidential election. Not just the presidential election, no. And then we all know those midterm elections, whew, those get really, really rough, right? right? So, and, you know, this is a real thing. You've got a ton of people retiring out of Congress that are Republicans, okay? so Several here it, in the state of Texas. Yes, yeah, several here in the state of Texas in a purple state. Whoever thought we would be saying that we are a purple state? But in reality, that is what everybody's fear is in the state of Texas right. is that we're a purple state, right? So you have you have a lot of push coming on the or pressure on this pendulum to be pushing back to the other side so what do you want to do with your hard-earned money you want to keep it absolutely okay well let's figure out how to keep it right when we come back on life planning 101 you don't want to miss it 
Final segment, Life Planning 101 on this beautiful Monday morning, Angela. Yes. Will tax reform end early? And what should you be doing about it? What should you be thinking about it? Hopefully, over the last two segments, I've given you enough motivation to nudge you. Okay? If I haven't, hit rewind. Right, well, if you can't do that, go, <laughs> on, a, go. go on an Get iPod iCast, right? <laughs> or you can sign up for our newsletter, right? Kennedy-financial.com. But you need to get motivated to do something. Right. Because as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we have people that are having a six-figure income that are doing tax planning right now for their future, right. not just to get taxes lower today. So this is a time to pay taxes, in my opinion. In fact, I was talking to a CPA last week. We were doing some planning, and, you know, CPAs, I feel bad for them. I just, I do, because they get a world of pressure from their clients to say, keep my taxes low, keep my taxes low. But why did I have to pay this much taxes when I sold this? Well, because you wanted to keep your taxes low all these years, <laughs> yeah. right? They get, they get this like double-edged yeah. sword pressure. No-win no situation. There is a no-win right. situation for a CPA whatsoever. And so, you know, and I try to tell people that all the time. I say, okay, look, your CPA is doing what you want him to do. He's trying to keep your taxes low. But at the other end of that right now, what you should be asking your CPA is, would it be better for me to pay this tax now or should I wait and pay it later? Right. Okay. Because if you are still getting told to put money back in your IRA rather than your Roth IRA, you need to ask what tax rate am I in? If you're in a 12% tax rate or 22% tax rate, you might want to be thinking again. Okay. Because that 12% at best is going to be 15% down the road. Some people, when they retire, their tax rate goes up. You heard that. Up. When you are widowed, guess what? Your tax rate can go up. up. You know, this happens all the time. People don't think about those futuristic things and effects on their money. So that is so important to start planning today. So what are we thinking about, right? I promised you this. What are we thinking about? What are we looking at when we look at people's situations when it, in, in regard to tax reform and taking advantage of, the, of these opportunities? Well, I've already brought up IRA to Roth IRA conversions. In fact, I told you that's what I worked on all week last week, right? Um, and they're powerful. They're big, right? Um, because when you turn 70 and a half as of today, now I'm not going to talk about proposed legislation, but you have to start taking money out of that IRA. And let's assume that your IRA is seven or is a million bucks and you have to take 4%. That's another $40,000 a year that has to hit your tax return in addition to what your tax return says today. Right. So can you pay less on taxes today or in the future? That's the question, right? So it's big. Creating tax diversification with your investments. This is something we've we've talked about this on the show a little bit. You know, we always talk about investment diversification, but people forget about tax diversification. And this is really important because I see too many people that retire. All they have, all they have is this massive nest egg called a 401k. And when they want to do something extra or need to replace something or have an emergency, They have to pull out dollars out of that IRA, create additional tax, and then they have to pull money out of that IRA to pay the additional tax, which creates another additional tax. (laughs) Think about that. Domino effect. It's a domino effect, all right? So right now, this is when you need to be tax diversifying more than any other time that we've had an opportunity to do it in the last two decades. Okay, so make sure that you're looking at how to do that and don't put yourself in that waterfall effect in retirement because it's a dangerous, slippery slope. 
Okay. Your, your advisor is going to be calling you and you're going to have hard knock conversations all the time. Trust me. If you, you just, you know, ask us and come to one of our dinners, you can talk to some of our clients. Lowering or eliminating taxes for your retirement years. There's a really great book called The Power of Zero. I've mentioned this on the show before. And for some people, it makes perfect sense. Can you imagine paying zero taxes in retirement? It's possible. It's possible. But so, you got a plan. Yeah, you got a plan. Plan or pay later. That's that's the motto here, right? Maximizing the new section 199A deduction. This is for business owners that are not a C corporation. This is a monstrous 20% deduction if done right. If done right. Not everybody gets it. It's not automatic. You got to work and make sure that you're going to get it. Because just imagine you've got, and I'm just going to shoot low here. Let's just say you have $100,000 of income, net income for your business. Well, if you get a 20% deduction, that's 20 grand. Sure. That's massive, right? That's a big number. Big so number. you don't want to miss that. And a lot of people are missing it because they don't even know how to plan for it. They didn't even know they needed to plan for it. Well, I'm telling you, you need to plan for it. <laughs> if you're a business owner, not a C corporation, you need to be planning for that and making sure that you're getting it, you're maximizing it. Okay. Um, in fact, we took one doctor, I think I mentioned this on the show before, we took one doctor that had over a million dollars of revenue and we actually ended up having him pay $18,000 in taxes, federal income taxes. Really? A million dollars of revenue. And he, all he paid was $18,000 of taxes. That's amazing. That is amazing, right? But it can be done. That's the key. Um, conquering worries of mortality and morbidity. We're all worried about living too long. Sure. We're all worried about dying too soon. We're all worried about getting sick. One, one of the three is on your list, okay? If not two of the three or three of the three. Some, right. Sometimes we all have all three, right? Why not get rid of those worries? Tax reform put extra money in your pocket, and I've only seen two, three tax returns. That's not the case. So you have extra money right now. And if you don't think you have extra money, you need to take a hard look at where that extra money is going. Okay? <laughs> so, But here is the time that you can actually use that to your favor. Maybe even create additional tax deductions doing it. Okay? But planning for that morbidity, the fear of getting sick. You know, how, what effect that's going to do on your family. The planning for mortality, dying too soon in your business with your business owners or, you know, business partners or just taking care of your family. One of the biggest fears that a lot of these older people have is going to the nursing home. Yes. Having to go to yes. the nursing home. What if you could choose? Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Mm. Ah, morbidity. That's a biggie. All right. Planning to not outlive your money. Ah, now that's a novel idea. What is the number one concern for retirees? Hmm. Running out of money. Running out of money. Being what? able to do, live the life they've learned to live. That's exactly right. Retirement. That's exactly right. Now's the time. This is your opportunity to make sure that that happens. Pretty awesome. Exit planning for your business. We talked about that. Being able to get out of your business and do it tax efficiently. I can tell you, oh my gosh, I'm having such a ball with these plans right now because we're able to do it. Uh, we've actually turned to a corporation, being able to seed them into a zero tax corporation where they're actually paying zero tax on the corporation in their exit planning strategy. The business owner is going to be able to continue to work in the business, control the business for the time being and get his retirement un money out without taxes. 
That's powerful, right? Powerful. Um, estate planning. Estate planning. Estate planning. <laughs> How many times can I say this, right? I go back to that original thing we were talking about with Bernie Sanders and how important this is. And, you know, people just aren't doing this right now. But you need to be looking at it. So taxes need to be a big area of your life. And I, I'm going to go back to that quote that I said with the Democratic Montana Center, Max Bacchus. He said, tax reform is a once-in-a-generation opportunity. This is your generation, your opportunity. Own it, because otherwise you're going to either plan now or pay later, right? Right here on Life Planning 101, you don't want to miss this every week. And make sure you go onto our website, kennedy-financial.com, to find out more about how you can start your tax planning today. My name is Angela Robinson in the great town of Eastland, Texas, and go Cowboys. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates. Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.